to the preaching and teaching ministry of Brian Burke International. Hi, I'm Revivalist Brian Burke, and I pray this teaching brings revolutionary change into your life and ministry, and that it will stir you to rise in the power of the Holy Ghost. Now let's get started. Glory to God. Open your Bible to Matthew chapter 13. Praise God. Father, we just bless you. Hallelujah. You know, I was praying today, Father, let your kingdom come. And I'm like, I felt the Holy Ghost grieved in me. I said, okay, I changed my prayer. Your kingdom is here. Okay, then the Holy Ghost was happy. Because the kingdom is here. Listen, Jesus brought the kingdom. He didn't take it with him. Jesus said the kingdom of heaven is at hand. It's right here. It's nigh unto you. You can touch it. You can grab it. You can possess it. He said to possess the kingdom. I've given you keys of the kingdom. Many people say keys to the kingdom, but the Bible doesn't say keys to the kingdom. The Bible says keys of the kingdom. Amen? How, how are you going to get keys to the kingdom when you're already in the kingdom? You've got the keys of the kingdom of God. Amen? So the kingdom of God is here. Hallelujah. If there's depression here, depression is in rebellion to the kingdom of God. Depression has to go. Oppression has to go. Addiction has to go. Fear has to go. Torment has to go. Unbelief has to go. Sickness has to go. Because the kingdom of God is here. Amen. Hallelujah. The kingdom of God confronts those things, hallelujah, that confront you and, and bind you up. And the kingdom of God will set you free. Amen. And the kingdom of God is within you. Glory to God. This is not what I'm preaching about, but God said this year, and, and, I've, been, and I've been teaching. Last Friday I taught about warring according to the prophecies that went out before on you. Paul told Timothy. He says, he says I charge you, Timothy, son Timothy, to wage a good warfare. According to the prophecies that went out before on you. Amen. In other words, there were words that God released over Timothy. Whether it was uh, words from the word or prophetic utterances. Whatever you want to call their prophecies. Amen. And that Timothy was supposed to take those words and use them in his walk with God. And use them as a weapon, as a sword to come against circumstances that were opposite and were in the way of God's will for his life. Amen. The Lord said many things at the beginning of this year. And, and those words went out before on us because God knows what's before God knows what's there God knows what's what's there so the word went there before you would ever get there the word got there before you ever did are you are you here somebody say amen this is important. These are important spiritual strategies that we have to grasp, not, with, not just with our thinking, but with our spirit man as well. We have to grab these mysteries because they will sustain us. They will bear us up. You know, the Bible says, I will uphold you with the right hand of my righteousness. Listen, that's the word of the Lord. That's those are the mysteries of God. It will uphold you with the right hand of, your, of his righteousness. 
is you feel encouraged. That's what the prophetic word does. You feel encouraged. You're ready to go out to a battle because you know God is with you. Hallelujah. There's nothing. David, David said, with my God, I can leap over a wall. With my God, I can run up against a troop. I don't care how many there are that are against me. With my God and with the word of the Lord, I'm stronger than they are. Listen, all we need, all we need is one word from God. A one word from God, hallelujah, can cause, hallelujah, all kinds of good things to happen to us. And that's what we want. We want the mysteries to be revealed. Don't confuse mysteries with mystical. Don't confuse it because those are two different things. Myst a mystical thing is, is super spiritual. It's ambiguous. It doesn't mean anything. Okay? It's just, a, it's just a Gnosticism. It doesn't have any foundation. Okay? It's not scripturally based. Amen? Okay, but a mystery then is something that was unknown that is now revealed. That's what a mystery is, okay? Once it was hidden, now it no longer is. God hid those things for a purpose. The Bible says in, uh, in the book of Colossians that he hid them for our glory. Amen? So God hid them. He protected those things that were prepared for us. We weren't ready to hear him, but he didn't want any other devil to hear him either. He didn't want Satan to interfere. That's why God has had protected things about you that are mysteries. But he wants to reveal them. And then when he reveals them through his word, amen, and through the Holy Ghost in you, hallelujah, then you live by that. The sons of God are led of the Spirit of God. That's a powerful way of life. That's a, that's a dangerous Christian life now. Amen? Hallelujah. Let's read this verse before I forget. In, uh, in, in chapter 13, verse 11, it says, Jesus said, uh, in verse 10, it says, And disciples came and said unto them, Why do you speak unto them in parables? And he answered and said unto them, Because it is given unto you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven, but to them it is not given. For whosoever hath to him shall be given, and he shall have more in abundance. That's what the word of the Lord just said, amen? In the offering, that God has abundance for us. Hallelujah. Now Jesus says here, if you have the mysteries, now if you have the mysteries, the mysteries revealed unto you. If you have, you will have more. You know, there's things that will be unlocked and things that were, that were closed up, locked up behind a closed door so you didn't have the key for it. But now all of a sudden, you know, you've got an open door, you've got an unlocked door, and you've got a key. And you can go and get those things. Once you grab those things, hallelujah, you will have abundance for sure. Hallelujah, because God has those things protected for you. He had them covered for you. He had them hidden for you at, for an appointed time. For an appointed time. Amen. Habakkuk said that. Then prophet Habakkuk. He said, I will stand upon my watch to see what God will say in me. Hallelujah. Then he said, I will write 
the vision down and I will make it plain so that they that read it can run. Hallelujah. Amen. There are some things we got to pull out of the spirit into the natural. Amen. No politician can do that. The believer can do that. No president can do that. Obama can do that. I don't care how smart they think they are. They can pull the mysteries of God down into the earth where God unlocks all kinds of good things for, for us and others. Okay. So the mysteries of God are very important to us. Amen. Are you writing some of these things down? All right. Now let's go to Colossians over there. Colossians. I do not apologize for being Holy Ghost filled. I do not apologize for being uh, uh, radical for Jesus. Amen. It's normal. It's normal to be radical for Jesus. It's normal to shout for Jesus. It's normal to love him with a passion. Amen. Some Christians are so dry. Oh, my God. So dry. The ground is cracking up. It hasn't rained for a long time. Amen. You know, when people criticize because they think you're radical, you know what radical means? It means you love Jesus more than they do. That's all it means, right? So if you get accused for being radical, just tell them, oh, that means I love Jesus more than you. Okay, verse 26 says, this is Paul's passion. You should read the whole chapter, but this is Paul's passion. This is, this is why he believes he's called. And he says there in verse uh, 25, Whereof I am made a minister according to the dispensation of God, which is given to me for you to fulfill the word of God. See, Paul had a word. He had a mandate. Just, just like you, have you, some of you have received many words from God. That went before on you into your future. And God in his wisdom set it up that way. So we should take those words and we can wage an incredible, victorious battle with those words that God has already given unto us. They're like swords in our hands, in our mouth. Hallelujah. Will you use those spiritual weapons? Will you, instead of saying something weird, saying something negative, saying something oppressive, saying, the, saying what the devil wants you to say, why don't you pick up the prophetic word of God, the word that God already gave you, and you decree that? See, Paul had a word of God to fulfill the word of God. Even, verse 26, the mystery which has been hid from ages. And from generations. It was hidden from ages and from generations. It was protected from them. It wasn't the right time for that to be revealed. Amen. God was waiting for a specific people. God was waiting for a specific generation in which that revelation would be revealed. What if... It came at the wrong time. No, God wouldn't do that. God does not do things out of timing with our lives. 
So every word that he released on you that went before out on you will release in the timing of God. Amen. And you can pick up those words and war with them until they are fulfilled. This is a strategy, I believe it, with every fiber of my being for these last days, for these days, not these last days, these days that we are in with this crisis our nation is in. This nation will be saved because of the righteous. If the righteous will pick up their swords and begin the war with the swords again. God will bless us, but with all, with all of us, he will bless them too. In spite of them, amen? Hallelujah. Isn't that good? Even the mystery which, he, which has been hid from ages and from generations, but now. Woo! Everybody say now. Now is made manifest to his saints, to whom God would make known what is the riches of his glory, of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. And we all like to shout at this, this scripture until I say this. Are you ready? Jesus is at the right hand of the Father, the great high priest, making intercession for you. But Christ is here. Where is he? In you. Amen. Wait a minute. What was Christ doing when he was here? What was he saying? He was saying, change the way you think the kingdom of God is here. What, what should the Christ in you do? If that's the ministry of the Christ, what should the Christ in you do? Come on. Somebody talk to me. Yeah! <laughs> Thank you, Brother Don. <laughs> Didn't that feel great? Woo! <laughs> Amen. So there's a lot... That God put on you to do. Well, you know something? We come to church, you know, as little, puny, little, weak, little. Ooh, pray for me. Ah. When the Christ is in us. The one whom all the devils in hell shudder, he is in us. The wisdom, watch this. Oh my goodness. Let's, can we keep reading? Let's, let me keep reading real fast. Christ in you, whom we preach, warning every man, teaching every man in all wisdom that we may present every man perfect in Christ Jesus, whereunto I also labor, striving according to the working which worketh in me mightily. Chapter 2, for I would that you knew what great conflict I have for you and for them at Laodicea and for as many as have not seen my face in the flesh that their hearts might be comforted being knit together in love and to and unto all riches of the full assurance of the understanding, watch this, and the acknowledgement of the mystery of God and of the Father and of Christ in whom are hid all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. My goodness. Hallelujah. 
in you, the born-again believer, oh God, Hallelujah. Listen, guys, we are battling enemies that have already been defeated. They're already defeated. Listen, they've already been stripped. They have no weapons because Jesus stripped them naked. He disarmed them and he shamed them. Let me tell you this. The month of Halloween used to bother me. You know why? I tell you honestly. Because I had fear in me in certain areas of my life. I was under the prince of the power of the air. And when I'm under his government and I'm no longer under his government, you know, I, he doesn't have a right. He can't torment me anymore. I'm tormenting him. Amen? Hallelujah. And it should be the same thing for us. The, all the devils in hell, whatever satanic coven is going on in the city, they should, they should shudder every day because believers, Christians, are praying. They're, they're evangelizing. Hallelujah. They're casting out devils. Glory to God. That's reality. This is what we have because we have... The power of God. We have the Christ. All power has been given unto me, Jesus said. Go ye therefore. Amen, somebody. Hallelujah. Wow, praise the Lord. Are you enjoying this? Are you getting strengthened in your spirit? Amen. Hallelujah. Okay, these, these mysteries were hidden from ages and generations. But, but, now, but now, God has manifested them unto us. Now. The whole point is that we need to grab these mysteries. We have to know these mysteries and we have to proclaim these mysteries, right? That's the whole point of this. Why? Why? Here's the reason. Because, listen, you either speak your words for your life, the devil's words for your life, or God's words for your life. Amen. Jesus said, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So, so if it's mysteries of God in, mysteries of God out. If it's garbage in, garbage out. If it's doubt in, doubt out. If it's fear in, fear out. Come on, somebody. Let's be honest. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Now, if you don't pick up the mysteries of the kingdom of God and begin to declare them over your life, the devil will give you some stuff to declare. He wants you to say what he wants you to say. And he'll fill your mind up with the, with the words. Are you listening to me? He'll fill your mind up with them. And you'll find yourself speaking the things the devil wants. The devil doesn't know your future. He does not know your future. He, if he knew your future, he would be all-knowing, and he does not. He knows your past. He knows your weakness, and he'll try the same thing that, su that succeeded against you before. He'll try it again because he knows how you react. He knows how you respond. That's why it's so critical for you to respond not how you feel, but what the Word says. Respond how the Word says. Because the devil can't read your mind, amen, but he can read your emotions because we wear them on our shoulders. Amen. Hallelujah. 
Let's not say what the devil says. But get this, the devil attacks with words, but he wants you to say those words. Amen. He wants you to say what he's saying. And you know what? You know what happens? Well, the next thing that happens, his demons are released to go perform what you're saying. Because until you say it, they can't do it. Because there's no authority for him in the earth. There is not. Jesus said, all authority has been given unto me. If Jesus has all, the devil has none. Can I say it again? If Jesus has all power, the devil has none. You can shout on that. Jesus has all power in heaven and in earth. Hallelujah. We give the devil way too much power. You know why? Because we say it. We're saying it. We're saying it. Don't say it. Don't say it. Even if you feel it, even if you think it, don't say it. Amen? Because sometimes, you know, your mind can go nuts on you. But un until, if, if it stays in your mind, amen, and you get some truth in you to uh, annihilate that thought, <clears throat> and you don't say it, everything will be all right. Amen? But when you say it, all hell breaks loose. Oh, my goodness. Now you need deliverance, peace, uh, because you made a decision based on the, the thought, you know, so now you need a financial breakthrough. Amen? And on and on and on and on and on and on it goes. Hallelujah. Paul said this. But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery. The wisdom of God is the mystery revealed. Because before it was revealed, it was a mystery. But now that it's revealed, it's called wisdom. Thank you, Lord. Can I say that again? Before it was revealed, it was a mystery. But now that it's revealed, it's called wisdom. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to Jesus. But we speak the mysteries of God. Paul said in, in another verse, I believe and therefore have I spoken. We having the same spirit believe and therefore we speak. Amen. Because the wisdom, the words of the Lord release faith. Hallelujah. Oh, faith to declare and to decree. And guess what? When you declare and decree, then angels are released to perform that what God has declared and decreed. Hallelujah. Woo! How many of you know we need some angels to go before us, to come with us? Amen? Hallelujah. Now the power of the tongue. James talks about the power of the tongues in, in James chapter 3 verse 1. You can read that whole verse. It talks about if you let your tongue run wild. The tongue is that unruly member, a world of iniquity set on fire by demons. It is devilish, the Bible says, and it defiles the whole body. The power of your tongue. Proverbs 18, verse what? Verse 21, right? It says death and life, life or death, death and life is in the power of your tongue. Not in the devil's hands, in the power of your tongue. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. 
Listen, I'm sorry if I'm putting all the responsibility on us. But God did it. He says, he said, Peter said, Peter said, Peter said, God has given us all things that pertain unto life and godliness. And we are partakers of the divine nature of God. Hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> oh, I, I want to do some mighty works for the Lord. Amen. So do you too. So I want you to meditate on that, on that uh, James chapter 3, uh, the whole chapter right there. Because it talks about the other wisdom. The wisdom that comes forth. From that tongue that is not submitted to the word of God. It is, it is a carnal wisdom. It is envious. It is, it is destructive. It is demonic. Are you listening? Amen. What do we want to speak? Do we want to speak the utterance of the Lord? Or do we want to speak what the devil told you in your head? We want to speak what God speaks. Amen. And when we speak what God speaks, we create a culture. The culture of the kingdom of God all around us. Hallelujah. And there's nothing but abundance. Jesus said, whosoever has the mysteries of the kingdom will have more in abundance. Now, listen, when you speak it, that's released. It's released. When you declare and decree it, it's released in your life. It's activated, in other words. Mm -hmm. Or let's use another word. It's allowed to come into being. Whatsoever you allow is allowed. Whatsoever you disallow is disallowed. Amen. Hallelujah. We're going to allow some stuff. We, we've, we've allowed a lot of craziness in our nation as a people because of ignorance. But we will no longer be ignorant. Amen. We will have the wisdom of God and we will speak the wisdom of our God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Now, people have a problem with hearing from God. And... Uh, it's our responsibility to, to encourage people, to teach people, to ignite people, to stir people, to move people, to empower people, to motivate people so they go and seek God for themselves. Because you are your own best prophet. Did you know that? You are your own best prophet. Hallelujah. Now let's go to uh, 1 Kings and then we're going to pray. Did you learn anything tonight? This is what happened. This is what happened to uh, in First Kings, what chapter nineteen? What happened to Elijah? Elijah heard something, words from the enemy, and he began to meditate on the words of the enemy. The Bible says he saw. <laughs> I want you to read this. I want you to see it. He's a mighty prophet of God. Just slew over 400 prophets of, of Baal, causing an incredible breakthrough. The man of God can call fire down from heaven. He can say, if I am a man of God, let fire come down from heaven and it's consume you and your 50. And fire comes down from heaven. And one woman says, I will kill you. And he begins to think and meditate on those words. I don't care what the devil's told you. The devil is a liar. Amen. Hallelujah. That's good news. That's good news. Verse, verse 1. And Ahab told Jezebel all that Elijah had done with all how he slew all the prophets with the sword. All the crazy prophets that speak crazy things. Let me tell you, there are crazy prophets out there. Don't follow their crazy prophecies. They will, they, will, they will destroy your life. Amen? We need the prophets of God. The Bible calls holy prophets, holy prophets in the house of God. 
And then Jezebel sent a messenger to Elijah, saying, So let the gods do to me, and more also, if I make not your life as the life of one of them by tomorrow about this time. Verse 3 says, and not when he heard that, but verse 3 says, when he saw that. Why? He heard it, and he began to think about it, and think about it, and think about it. Then he began to see himself getting killed, and then fear was starting to come in. And then all of a sudden, Elijah now has a terrible confession. A terrible confession. The man of God, the prophet of God, is now having a really bad confession. Now, if this can happen to Elijah, I'm, sh I'm sure it can happen to all of us, too. And when he saw that, he arose and went for his life. He ran and came to Beersheba, which belonged to Judah, and left his servant there. But he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness and came and sat down under a juniper tree. And he requested for himself that he might die. Now, you start prophesying what the devil says, those demons are going to work it in your life. Are you listening? And, uh, and, and, and said, it is enough now, Lord, take away my life, for I am not better than my father's. And as he lay and slept under the juniper tree, behold, an angel touched him and said unto him, arise and eat. What did the Lord tell us at the beginning of this year? Eat the word. Eat, eat the word. I don't know all the details of that word, but we need to pick one, that one up again. How many of you have been declaring and decreeing that word? Amen. And how many of you have been hearing and doing? Let me just say, perhaps if you had done that, perhaps, maybe, just maybe, God would have given you an incredible key, an incredible breakthrough to unlock any situation that you're facing right now. Those words went before out on us in the wisdom of God. Amen? All right, let's keep, let's keep going. This is victory day. This is victory day. And verse 6 says, And he looked, and behold, there was a cake baked on the coals. This is from the kitchen of heaven. Glory to God. And a cruise of water at his head. And he did eat and drink. How many of you would like to eat something from the kitchen of heaven? Eli Elijah didn't finish it all. He ate a little bit, then he went down to sleep. The angel woke him up again. He said, finish it. Eat it all. You're going to need it. You have a long journey ahead of you. It's going to strengthen you for the whole journey. You got a long way to go. And that, that what he ate, when he ate, when he ate it, when he ate it, when he ate it, it strengthened him. Hallelujah. That it sustained him. It gave him power. How many of you would like to go all the way from Israel all the way to, to, to where the Mount of God was? And the angel came and again a second time. He touched him and said, arise, eat. Because he hadn't finished the cake, right? Because your journey is, the journey is too great for you. And he arose and did eat and, and, and drink. And he went in the strength of that meat 40 days and 40 nights in unto the Oreb, the mount of God, and when he came there unto the in, unto a cave and lodged there, behold, the vo the word of the Lord came to him. The word of the Lord came to him, and he and said unto him, What are you doing here, Elijah? 
And Elijah began to complain, right? I've been very jealous for the Lord, like God didn't know that. And for the children of Israel, they have forsaken you. God already, God knows that too. Thrown down your altars. He knew that. That's why he sent you there, Elijah. And slain your prophets with the sword. And I, even I, am the only one left. That wasn't true, right? And they seek my life to take it away. And God said, go forth and stand upon the mount before the Lord. And behold, the Lord passed by him. This is how the Lord passed by him. And a great and strong wind tore the mountains, broke in pieces the rocks before the Lord, but the Lord was not in the wind. He was coming near Elijah, amen? And after the wind, an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake, a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, a still small voice and it was so when Elijah heard it that he wrapped his face in his mantle that's his authority that's his identity that's the calling that God had given him amen he wrapped himself in it and he went out and stood in the entering in of the cave and behold there came a voice now look at the difference first came the word of the Lord unto him amen that's different because sometimes the word of the Lord will be like one word. It will be an, an impression or a knowing or a discernment. And he discerned the word of the Lord, right? But this time it wasn't that. The voice came to him. Amen? How many know? Listen, God wasn't in the wind. He wasn't in the earthquake. He wasn't even in the fire. He was in the voice. He was in the voice. He was in the voice. Now, all of us today, if you're born again, filled with the Holy Ghost, tongue talking, amen, you have that voice in you, that still small voice is in you. It's called the inner witness, and you can hear from God all the time. All you have to do is tune into the right dial. You've got to do what Elijah did. When you can't hear, when it's all confusion all around you, there is a place, there is a place, there is a place, there is a place where you can go, where you can set yourself apart and shut everything off, praying the Holy Ghost fastest if you have to, to tune yourself in through the voice the still small voice so that you can hear what the Spirit of God is saying to you so that you can de then declare the mysteries of God over your life in the name of Jesus. Amen, somebody. Hallelujah. He's in the voice. Psalm 29 is a very powerful psalm. The voice of the Lord is strong. The voice of the Lord uh, breaks. The voice of the Lord shakes. The, the voice of the Lord destroys. The voice of the Lord does all kinds of things. The voice of the Lord is a weapon for us. Hallelujah. Amen. And how do we need the voice of the Lord today? Because there's a storm coming. We know the storm is coming. We know it's coming. We need to prepare ourselves, and but we need to do more than that. We need to hear from God. We need to hear what the Lord is saying. We need to do what Habakkuk said. Get on that post to stand to see what God would say in me, he said. In me. That still small voice. Paul said, the sons of God are led by the Spirit of God. The Spirit of God bears witness with our spirit. That we are the sons of God. How do you know 
that you are a son of God. How? Let me tell you. The Holy Ghost told you. The Holy Ghost told you. No one else told you. The Holy Ghost told you that you're a son of God, that you're a child of God. That same Holy Ghost that told you that, he will show you everything else that you need to know. Jesus said he will show you the future. Jesus said he will testify of me. He will glorify me. Jesus said he would guide you into all truth. That means he's going to be your teacher. Amen. Jesus said he will be with you. He would comfort you. He would not leave you. Hallelujah. The Holy Ghost. He's the one that told you that you're a child of God. Listen, there is nobody in this world that can convince you other. You know that 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 you know. What if you allow the Holy Ghost to tell you other things that you need to know? Stand upon your feet, everybody. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. God, we just give you praise. Come on, pray in the Holy Ghost with us, church. Oh, come on, let's get to that place. Let's get to that place where you can hear from God. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. I hear the Lord say three things to me today. I don't know who's for, but he said, I have called you. And then he said, fear not, I will sustain you. I have called you, fear not, I will sustain you. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, pray in the Holy Ghost more, amen. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Now those of you that are going... We hope this message has equipped and strengthened you to boldly follow Jesus. If you would like to know more about Brian Burke International, visit brianburke.org or write to Brian Burke International, P.O. Box 4153, Hallandale Beach, Florida 33008 or email us at info at Until next time, God bless.